Ladies and gentlemen, it is Free to a Good Home. Yep. The podcast that you're listening to. Uh, my name is Michael Hing. My name is Jad Abumrod. <laughs> it's Robert Crowich. Crowich? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, it's not, you idiots. It's Ben. Uh, you're quite hungover today, it seems. Oh, I'm a little bit hungover. It's more just the, um, it's more just the, the, the bloody humidity. Well, you know who is hungover? Who? Our bloody guest today. Oh, uh, would you welcome him? You would know him from uh, the world of stand-up comedy. <laughs> You would know him from the world of podcasting. You would know him from looking like a cartoon character. It's Guy Montgomery. Hello. <laughs> Hello. You know, I divulged that information in secret, Michael. <laughs> Did you? I was not you. It's not for your listeners to know that I imbibed too many beers last <laughs> night, you piece of shit. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Now, it's this is, to have you. This is, the, this is the second time Guy's done the podcast. Mm, yes. But the first time he's done it with you. Yes, because Alex Lee was subbing in for me last time. And, and, and the last time, it was an absolute delight. So, so if it's not, there's only one variable. Well, I think different. I think the listeners would agree that everyone everyone would benefit from Alex permanently hosting the show rather than myself. I think that has been established, well established from day one in 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 emails and phone calls. <laughs> I- I like that you have this information. <laughs> you outwardly acknowledge it and yeah. also just willfully ignore it at every turn. Every turn. Well, I'm not here to make a better product, Guy. Mm. I'm here to... What I'm, are you here for? <laughs> I'm here basically uh, for the snacks that Ben brings. Mike, Why would anyone continue listening to this episode when you've started it by telling them it's an inferior quality product? No, well, the thing is, we're fine until Alex Lee starts making her own podcast. Yeah, yeah. But um, we've until... told her that that will kill her. Does yeah. She, does she listen to this? Uh, on the episode she's on, uh, she'll listen back. <laughs> she might listen to, to the episode with her friend Guy Montgomery on it. Yeah. Well, that's because she's on it, though. Yes. I mean, but, so we can talk openly about how successful her podcast would be, securing the knowledge because yeah. of her ego. Not she'll because... never hear hide nor hear of this conversation. <laughs> like I've said, uh, Alex is very intelligent, but she's got blind spots. And we managed to convince her that... Creating a podcast would mm. cause her to immediately die. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you mean like exhaust her or... No, like a curse. Yeah. yeah. Well, well ben, ben and I dressed up, you know, like two kids going to go see a movie. We dressed up like a really big witch. Yeah. I'm not sure yeah. that it was necessary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but re- remember at the time she was like, the tallness of this witch has really sold. <laughs> Did you get, like, was one of your faces recognizable? Uh, no, we're also wearing several masks. Several. Uh, yeah, great. <laughs> Just in case she ripped off one, we didn't want to Scooby-Doo it and be like, right. I would have gotten away with it. Rip it off. Oh, look, it's the Phantom of the Opera. That's I've a, never considered that all of the villains in Scooby-Doo could have gotten away with it if they'd only thought to wear multiple masks. <laughs> yes. But it would have been very hot. You commented earlier that I had a very sweaty upper lip. Yeah. And can you imagine the sweat factory that you'd have by wearing two masks? When you said multiple masks, I immediately <laughs> visualized it. It's a horrible mess in there. <laughs> I would say that, that that's... That's the, that's a plot point that is missed in the movie Point Break. Just how sweaty they'd be in those in those in those yeah. rubber presidents. And I think it's a richer film for ignoring that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need to get bogged down <laughs> in the logistics of mask how hygiene. Keanu Reeves is. I uh, once in a summer job in New Zealand in my university days, I worked as the uh, anchor Mega Bull. So there's a brand of milk targeted towards children, which is loaded with calcium, called Mega Milk. And uh, the mascot is a <laughs> giant like control. orange bull. Uh, and I would travel from town sorry, to town. Sorry, bull. Like, There's a bull, yeah, not a yeah, cow. It's a okay. bull. It's got horns, no udders. <laughs> okay. I don't quite understand its relation to the milk. <laughs> uh, but rest assured, you know, much like the masks in Point Break, this minor detail was glossed over as I parade around the regions of New Zealand dressing in this horrible synthetic, like, beefy suit. And this giant paper mache bull head. <laughs> how long did you, how many how many gigs of this? Uh, did you do? It lasted two weeks. Whoa, that's <laughs> so not. You, that's like not a we lot drove of... around sort of the entirety of the South Island, mm. and uh, you'd go out and you'd sort of walk around amongst the kids, and these little fuckers would run up to you and kick you and shit. Because <laughs> what else are you going to do when you're eight years old and you see some? <laughs> Dickhead bull parading around promoting milk. (laughs) And I vividly remember in Greymouth on the West Coast, it was the most humid of days. And after, like, these kids would run these weird little athletics competitions or whatever. And at the end of it, they'd, uh, you'd pose for photos with the different groups who competed. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I was inside of the suit. I'd been wearing it for sort of four hours. And it was just literally a waterfall. It was was Singaporean. It was just pouring down my face. Just pouring. (laughs) 
And like all the kids would climb up because they'd be, you know, there'd be tiered uh, seating for them to sit on mm, for the like photo. bleachers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'd climb up and like peer inside of the mask. And be like, there's a lady in there. <laughs> <laughs> just sodden and feeling so sickly. I feel like you've stumbled onto something there, guy. Because obviously in 2018, it is no longer morally acceptable for people to engage in bullfighting. Um, <laughs> but if if it was just a guy in a suit and a bunch of eight year olds <laughs> and a bunch of eight year olds uh, yeah. with knives, I, I mean that sounds that sounds yeah. delightful. I I should hope that uh, <laughs> you know these sweeping societal changes never touch the innocence of an eight year old just taunting <laughs> some lowly hungover <laughs> university student <laughs> inside of their ridiculous costume. Did the bull have a name? Uh just Mega Bull. Mega Bull. Mega Bull. Oh, well, all right. All right. Mega Bull. <laughs> Can you give us a bit of Mega Bull? Did you have to talk in the suit? No, that was one of the very explicit <laughs> instructions is do not talk to the children. <laughs> that is, though, it's more normal and less terrifying for this giant orange wildebeest to just quietly wander through their <laughs> afternoon in the sun. <laughs> All right, well, this is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. And, uh, and, and, and Guy, uh, you, you, are you aware of Dracula's Cabaret and Theatre Restaurant in Melbourne? Yeah, I think I've, I've, uh, they've got quite a sort of uh, gaudy facade on the outside, right? I think yes. I've walked past it. Never yeah. been in. Right. So, right. so we, we've for a long time talked about this, uh, this restaurant on this podcast. We've really, in, uh, it's, it's been a, it's a constant source of joy to us. Now, yeah. there's, there's an episode of the show, uh, which uh, a listener favourite, where Cam James, who worked at a similar theatre restaurant, came on and told stories from that. Yeah. Uh, Where did he work? He, he worked, worked at a like, similar one in Newcastle. It was like an off-brand Aldi Dracula's. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Spooky Joe's or something. And he dreamed of like getting, uh, I mean, go and listen to the episode, but he dreamed of like getting... Uh, pulled up on, he was a bartender, but dreamed of getting pulled up on stage, like you part of the show and stuff. It was <laughs> oh quite God. fantastic. That's such a sad tale. <laughs> yeah. But last year, uh, Dracula's announced they were closing down, and we haven't talked about this on the podcast, Ben, because I think you and I have both been still emotionally processing. We've been processing it, yeah, yes. exactly. But, um, uh, we've have received you dined some... at Dracula's Cabaret? Well, this is why it's so sad. We talked about it for so long. We even talked about going there and recording an episode sort of quietly mm. while watching the show. Um, <laughs> sounds like the worst content. I mean, you say this, but you literally have a podcast called The Worst Idea of All well, Time. I, it's since retired. But yes, we recorded an episode in a Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> we watched Grown Ups 2 in a Kmart. We started off, we got really stoned before it and got quite paranoid that they'd think we were terrorists. So we started off like, you know, skulking around the men's underwear because we thought it was where the least foot traffic was. And within <laughs> half an hour, we'd grown so confident because the Kmart stuff is so negligent towards their duties <laughs> that we were lounging around in soft furnishings. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we, uh, we, 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 <laughs> well, we never got to go. No. And um, I think we're poorer for it. Absolutely. Um, but. Listeners wrote in uh, mm. in their in their dozens to tell us it was closing. But then one listener, um, mm. Flick French, thank you, Flick, um, sent in uh, on on Dracula's own website uh, or own Facebook page. Mm. Uh, um, they posted garage sale Saturday, third of February, ten a.m. So this could still we yeah. could still go. Yes. All right. Whimsical menagerie of retro haunt decor, <laughs> theatrical oddities, and eccentric collectibles. And I'd like to point out that the main uh, picture is a skeleton in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> Which I say, I think a skeleton in a wig is quite a creative decision because traditionally a skeleton is bald. You yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? But they've decided, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be my best self. I'm going to put on a wig. They, when, when you die, I understood that your hair and nails keep, keep growing. Keep growing, yeah. Is that true or is it just the skin around them shrink so it looks like they grow or do they actually keep growing? No, I dislike that. Okay. <laughs> I dislike that greatly. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'd like to say, if whoever wrote the copy for this uh, garage sale had maybe you know written and promoted a few posts on social media, this might not be happening. The turns of phrase within that <laughs> yeah. paragraph yeah. are spectacular. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, now they're pulling out all the stops. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> do you know what? What? Do you know what? What? I think I've just come up with the, with the next Australian blockbuster. <laughs> is it is it the full Monty, but it's Dracula? It is exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> it is one hundred percent that idea. There, 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 there's, a, there's a rural mining town. Wait, no, I just realised the fault with this because my idea was like, oh, they're going to close down our theatre restaurant. We've got to put on a show to save it. But 
them putting on the show <laughs> is what has is driven what it into the ground. Oh, no, I thought it was like there's a mine that's being closed down and then to save yeah. the town they need to raise money. Yeah. And so as a result, they put on a, th- a Dracula's <laughs> themed show. Yeah, that works. You want yeah. points? Yeah, what? You want points? <laughs> <laughs> you can Look, have... it, it, this is this is this is the dream room. Yeah, we're just we're not in the reality. Right, room you don't yet. get points just... then. Okay, all right. I offered I offered you points in the back end. You get nothing. You get animation oh, rights. I thought, <laughs> I thought you I thought you were offering me points in terms of like a game we were playing. No, nah, oh, I nah, misunderstood. Sorry, what? Yeah, I didn't quite understand points. Uh, Percentage what? points, baby. Fuck. <laughs> 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 Not everyone immediately understands <laughs> that the word preceding points is percentage. Well, you business school freak. <laughs> Ben's Harvard MBA is really uh, paying dividends. Yeah. Are you in the market for a taxidermy wild boar with ram's horns wearing lipstick? <laughs> Why, yes, I am Dracula's. That could have stopped at three different p- p- <laughs> yeah. like, That was the return of the king of garage sale items. <laughs> or a framed sculpture of evil babies' faces. I hope that in the writing of this, the person realised how niche their market was. <laughs> but, this, this, I mean, th- their market is literally us. That's like, true. I'm- and we never went. <laughs> yes. What about an authentic pair of Queen Victoria's undies? Well, hang on. Oh. I don't think that's... Is, is she famously the Virgin Queen? Is that Queen Victoria? I don't believe so. I think she had... Um, Children? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Can there have been a Virgin Queen? Because isn't the entire I think monarchy Elizabeth... built on... Uh, Children? Yeah. I think I... Elizabeth was. Oh, right. Yeah. The Kate Blanchett one, not uh... the current alive one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well... Oh, Alex Lee asked me a great... So it's almost like she's here. Um, asked me a great hypothetical the other day. Oh, yeah? Would you rather have dinner with um, Barack Obama, but you can't tell anybody about it ever? Like, you can't tell anybody that it ever happened. Okay. Or dinner with the Queen, but you can? Ooh. I think I would like to have dinner with the Queen. Yeah? What uh, are you and the Queen going to talk about? What what is your common ground with the fucking Queen? I think think all things being equal, even if there weren't these limitations on it, I would probably pick the Queen. Even if I I could talk about dinner with Obama. Yeah. I think you would have more common ground with Obama. Yeah, but you don't need to... I think at least you probably listen to the same podcast. But if I embarrass myself in front of Barack Obama, that that would wound me. Where is your self-esteem that the entry point for this fantastic (laughs) dinner is you embarrassing yourself? (laughs) If I embarrass myself in front of the Queen, it's like, well, of course I was going to do that. That was always going to happen. I was going to sneeze on her or something. What are you, Leslie Nielsen now? (laughs) 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 All right. We've got got a lot of copy to get through. (laughs) Yeah. I'll or, fucking say. <laughs> or a life-size sculpture of a Blackmore candle holder from the Italian opera tour of mid-last century. Ooh. Then set your curiosity free at what is being billed at, not said, but I'm editorializing uh-huh. here, by us, the garage sale of the century. Hello. The Newman family, who recently closed their iconic Dracula's Theatre in Melbourne, having had a successful run over three decades, well... <laughs> uh, Euphemistic. Yeah. <laughs> are selling their venue decor and some of their private collection. Over 300 items will be sold, from small latex cast wall decor skulls to framed pictures and fittings. The garage sale will take place at Dracula's venue in Carlton on Saturday, February the 3rd. Everything from bar fittings and glassware to life-size skeletons and lightweight... Le- I'm sorry, lead weight windows from skeletons to windows will be available. <laughs> Some feature collectibles, including authentic life casts of the faces of horror movie stars Vincent Price, Basil Rathbone, and Christopher Lee will be there. Wait a second. Christopher Lee is in Lord Christopher Lee? This sounds like radio copy. The way that this, like, Ed is written is like, Okay, so, so there's two ways of reading this. Some feature collectibles, including authentic life casts of the faces of horror movie stars, Vincent Price and Basil Rathbone and Christopher Lee will be there. So possibly they're saying that the life casts (laughs) will be there of those three people. Sure. Now, holding out hope because... And this, You're is, and this is why Oxford commas are important. <laughs> there could be two life casts of Vincent Price and Basil Rathbone. And then also <laughs> Christopher, Christopher Lee will, will be in attendance. Yeah. 
I just skulking around going, where's my cast? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Other you won't see everyday items, and that's hyphenated. Include the entirety <laughs> of the fucking collection. <laughs> well, unless you work at Dracula's, then by definition you do see them every single fucking day. Include two taxidermy vultures. I uh, would... I wouldn't say that every day. No, that's look, that's fair. Mm-hmm. And 30 large taxidermy animal heads, including two giant water buffaloes. I just didn't realise Dracula's went so heavy on the taxidermy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how spooky that really... I, I, when, when you go to a haunted house or a haunted mansion or whatever, mm-hmm. you, you, you're thinking drapes, you're thinking ghosts, you're thinking vampires. I'm not necessarily thinking... Got all those things on the brain. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not necessarily thinking, um, you know, vultures. Yeah, or, no, or, or bison. Like, yeah, or... yeah. Big taxidermy, like I think of a or hunter's a lounge lipstick. when I think of those things. <laughs> yeah, ma- I, ma- I think, and this just reeks of this. I think that Dracula's just collected shit over the ages, uh, like over their successful three decades. Like they went to like a less um, uh, outrageous, but 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 nonetheless quite outrageous estate sale or whatever. Mm. And there was, and the threshold for spookiness yeah. just dropped I over think time. It was hubris. I think they were, you know, flying high. Yep. And then they're like, you know, we can do, like, we can do literally whatever we want. Yeah. These fucking idiots yeah. are lapping it up. I'm imagining some like coked out owner being like, "Spooky's what I say." <laughs> <laughs> and in this like harried writers' room, like being like, "We need, a, we need a number about bison heads." And he closes the door, and they're like, "Ah." Taxidermy vultures aren't spooky, but like two live vultures, very much in so. your cabaret show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's fucking terrifying. A, a, a man releasing hawks into yeah. the restaurant. <laughs> a rare opportunity, just to finish off, a rare opportunity to pick up a keepsakes. I think they mean keepsake. Mm. Fucking idiots. <laughs> Souvenir from a bygone era. What, like two weeks ago when you yeah. still open? Yeah. From the spectacularly kitsch and wonderful world of Melbourne Theatre Restaurant. Oofy doofy. Well, look, oh. are they going to do online sales? Because I'm interested in owning a bit of history. Are uh, you? Uh, I'm, I'm interested. I think all the good items are going to go pretty bloody quick. If That's I fine. was in Melbourne on uh, the 3rd of February, mm. yeah. I would absolutely, like, I don't doubt for a second that you would find something of value and interest at this garage sale. Yeah, yes. No, I completely, yes. didn't the listener send us Dracula's shot glasses? Yes, I believe I believe someone sent in Dracula's shot glasses, uh, or maybe it was a guest on the show. Yeah, they brought them for us. Yes, I certainly have them at my hand. If I wasn't babysitting my nieces on February the third, I would be I would be tempted to fly down, fly to Melbourne. Yeah, take but, them along. The thing is, the, the, <laughs> what 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 is particularly interesting about this to me though mm. is that there wasn't just one Dracula's. No, there was, a, there was a Dracula's still running, owned by the same people, operated by the same people on the Gold Coast, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So what they've done, so so clearly none of this stuff could have been taken to that place either. Oh. So this is like third-rate Dracula's. I wear. see what you mean. You think that they probably absorbed all the Dracula's all, crap they all, could to Brisbane. Well, no, noticeably absent from that is literally anything to do with vampires. <laughs> there's no capes. There's no false teeth. There's, there's no, no coffins. There's, 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 there's no widow's peak wigs. There's nothing. That's right? Extremely. There's no, there's no bats. I can't believe so I didn't pick that up. Everything, everything that is Dracula themed has already gone to the the head office, I guess, in Queensland or whatever. Oh, unless it's like a jazz thing, it's the it's the Draculas you don't mention. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that almost worked. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was hoping we'd kind of move on. <laughs> I was trying to. I literally was trying to wrap my very slow moving brain around the, <laughs> the logical world of the gag. <laughs> Um, guy, guy, a theatre restaurant's a big thing in, in your hometown of, no, of you know, or in, indeed of New York, in New York City where you've been living for the last, uh, last year. No, no, no. I have not been to a theatre restaurant right. and I think uh, I'm culturally poorer for that. Have you guys actually dined in one of these places? As a child, I went to a medieval one. Yeah, I think as a, as child, a child I went to a medieval and, one too, yeah. yeah. And I remember as a kid, it was probably the greatest thing ever. Yeah, absolutely. But I didn't, I don't think I realised it was a play. I don't think I realised it was a show. I, I literally thought we were going <laughs> to a castle to eat dinner. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. That's more believable than a Dracula's one. Certainly, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, as, as a, like a five-year-old, who the fuck knows? Yeah, you know? they're so stupid. Have you met a kid? Yeah, they are so <laughs> fucking dumb. Do you have children in your hometown of, 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 of Wellington? Are there kids or, in um, or yeah, yeah. New York City? Where I'm you've familiar been? with the concept. Yeah, yeah right. Because yeah. we've got a lot of kids in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen For them? Sure. Your ones are fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there are any theatre restaurants in New York. I'm trying that's, to... That's, that seems incredibly unlikely. Yeah. 
In, in a city of what, 25 million people, you reckon there's no theater restaurants? I'm just, I, I just feel like friend of the podcast, Miles Portek, mm. would have taken me to one. Right. If, if you were. If, if there were one. Well, potentially. I don't know. I'm. Look, if you uh, we know, I know we have listeners in New York. Can you please write in to correct Ben's idiot uh, idiot statement? Sure, there? and then take uh, take Guy Montgomery there. Yeah, yeah. I would. Uh, I'd love to file a field report yeah. uh, from wherever <laughs> this place is. I get the sense that theatre restaurants are very uh, English and Australian. Oh, right. I okay. feel like that America has like medieval ones. Um, th- this is based solely off pop culture, by the way. Right. I think in, it feels like. Uh, Around, you know, where the Disneylands of the world are in California, there'd be some sort of... Mm. Yeah. Something happening, right? I think that was the one. I think I went to one in, like, Disneyland when I was, yeah. like, Well, just for dinner. Like, your, it, your fucking family no, flew well, you medi- to... Medieval yeah, times, yeah, we, right? <laughs> yeah, because I'm thinking of the, of the cable guy, right? Like, that's what, that's what we're all... No? Oh, maybe I just saw the cable guy as a child. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. How, um, what... Mm, I guess I'm. How far would you have to fall before working in a theatre restaurant would be a thing that you'd do? I'd I'd probably consider it now. Now, like 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 I think for a long time I was quite snarky about this kind of thing. Uh huh. And I, in my heart of hearts, probably I still am. Yeah, you are. You you. This is uh. This is the beginning of the end for Michael Higgs. But I think that like I think it. Could it, you are saying this secure in the knowledge that it's not a possibility right now? Yeah, like if 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 mm. it came to it, and for whatever reason your career tanks, and like you were looking, you were sort of measuring up what practical value you can mm. actually provide to the world, and this is the one place where whatever skills you have can be applied, you would be. I don't think you would walk in there with a smile on your face. <laughs> no, well, I don't think I'd be very good at it. I was going to say, I, I think you would be, you are kind of uniquely positioned in a way to be terrible at this. Yeah, I think I am, I am, I'm obviously neurotic. You're I, very neurotic. I hate doing characters. You can't sing. I can't, I can't sing. Yeah. I can, I can't dance, certainly. You don't like interacting with people. No, certainly I hate so that. So an interactive I, singing character <laughs> show is in many ways. It, it would, it would be trying. You're sort <laughs> yeah. of playing open mazare here. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> That's maybe people would come to see the boy fail, though. Possibly, they, they'd um, come to see this train wreck. It'd be it'd be like um it'd be like the producers. In sure, many ways. sure. Yeah. A friend of mine had this idea that he didn't end up doing because it would be it would be cruel to the other person. Mm. But he wanted to take a Tinder date to there's a there's a Dracula's there's an off brand Dracula's uh, in Sydney in mm. Western Sydney, and he wanted to take a Tinder date there, but never mention it. And then, like, just just be like, we're going to this restaurant. I've heard a lot of nice things about it. <laughs> and then just sit there. And, well, when, and when the person's like, this is a theatre restaurant, he, he, like, looks around and he'll be like, you know, I suppose it is. <laughs> <laughs> not, I don't think it's mean. I think it's a cracking date idea. Like, that has everything you need. Because you've got the safety net of the novelty or absurdity of it that yeah. means that, like, you know, it goes beyond just your ability to talk to someone else. Yeah. That almost that- happened to us, though. Remember when we were in Seattle last year for our Dragon Friends show, That's and right. I looked up the top-rated restaurant in Seattle on TripAdvisor, thinking we'll just find somewhere to go. It was yeah, because we were restaurant. like, we were like, we should treat ourselves. Like, yeah. we're, we're, it, it's on, it's on Dragon Friends dime. We'll go to the best-rated place in all of Seattle. And we looked it up, and I was like, oh, let's go to this place. We booked. Yeah, and we we called up booked, Did and you then book under the name Dragon Friends, <laughs> and then someone else decided to Google it just. Because obviously they didn't trust me, which is, I think... <laughs> which turned out to be well-founded. Yeah. And it turned out it was a burlesque restaurant where we would have gone as a group of friends uh, to watch people strip and, and dance and sing. Yeah, and I think something's got to give there, like, in a way. Like, I don't think you can be the best burlesque restaurant and also have the best food. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You've I think really something's got to give. You've I, really got to pick. You can be a really nice... Because I don't know what's worse, in a way. Well, like, if the burlesque you... suffers because of the food, that's also bad, because... Well, what, what it comes down to is, like, Heston Blumenthal can't organise a choreography. You know what I mean? He just he's can't just do not. it. He's, he's trained and specialised in... Yep. in he's, he's got yeah. two left you, feet. You, guys, you're, you are aware that, you know, there, are, there could be two professional elements. You, you know, I just there could don't be think... Heston Blumenthal and then... No, but when you go to a high-class restaurant, you're going for one singular person's vision, I believe. I've, no. I've, I've not had that point of view. But <laughs> do, 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 I'm you, going for a, a lovely meal, actually. My oh, lovely really? meal no, with I'm friends. Just, I'm just here to see the world through their eyes. Oh, that was, yeah. food. We ended up going to a place where I said, I'd like to get an external referee on this. I said something at this restaurant that I'm being dragged for a year on. Okay. So they go, I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> there were like six of us, right? And I was going through the wine list. The wine list was handed to me, okay? 
And I was going through the wine list. That's the first mistake. And I muttered to myself, oh, the problem with six is it's such an awkward number to split a bottle with. And they dragged me for a year for saying that. Uh, I think, first of all, that that is a totally reasonable thing to say. Thank of course, six is an, an uncomfortable number to split a bottle of wine with. But, of <laughs> course, being in the company of five friends... <laughs> Uh, what the fuck do you expect to happen? But every <laughs> half misstep you take to be latched onto and lorded over you for time immemorial. Like, oh my goodness, guy, do you have an ad to share with us? I certainly do. Now this one is titled "Want to Fart on Me." M four W East Bay area. So it's a man looking for a woman to fart on him in the East Bay uh, area. Is, the, is that, is that um, California? San so. Fran? Yeah, I think it's in... I think it's the Bay Area is, I think, San Fran, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've uh, changed since moving to America. Well, I knowingly parroted knowing, what knowing you just things said. are. <laughs> Hi. Normal guy here, just wanting to explore <laughs> That's my... That's a great start. <laughs> <laughs> Hi is always a good entry point. Hi. Normal guy here, just wanting to explore my favorite fetish. Fetish has been capitalized. With anyone willing to do it for me, also capitalized. <laughs> so right. I'll read it again with emphasis yeah, on the capitalized words. Hi, normal guy here, just wanting to explore my favorite fetish with anyone willing to do it for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love when woman fart <laughs> really gets me turned on. <laughs> Very matter of fact. Yeah. Uh-huh. That being said... <laughs> 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 something so funny about that phrase. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, uh, well, no, would you like to buy my friend? It suggests that he's about to present contradictory information. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, but, I like uh, getting farted on as much as the next person. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> that being said, I want any woman that are or can get all caps very gassy <laughs> <laughs> to come over and fart all over me. Uh-huh. I want it on my lap mostly. I don't think that, that justifies that that being said yet. I don't Not think he understands. No. What... That being said. If is... I may offer a counterpoint. Yeah, totally superfluous. <laughs> it should read, you fucking Luddite. <laughs> I want any woman that are or can get very gassy to come over and fart all over me. We don't need that being said. <laughs> that being said, uh, I want it on my lap mostly. Can take a few farts in the face as well if you feel comfortable doing so. <laughs> you know, to the face. He knows his limits. Yeah. I'm looking for the session to last a long time, longer than a few minutes at least. Oh no, sorry, uh, it's not particularly well uh, dressed up with punctuation. Uh, I'm looking for the session to last a long time, longer than a few minutes, at least an hour or longer is ideal, and up to you. <laughs> That's if you have that much gas in you. <laughs> how, how do you? How would you be able to sustain that kind of output for an hour? I yeah. I mean, I just don't think it's possible. This guy I, is a greedy guts. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no two ways about it. Certainly greedy for your guts. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you can produce loud, long, wet, Ooh. bubbly farts, bubbly. I want you the most. However, uh-huh. I'm not too picky. Now, this is twice that this gentleman <laughs> has very, like, expressly said exactly what he desires. And then at the end, being like, but, it, you know, it's yeah, entirely and, up to you. And which, which of those statements do we think is not true? Like, do we think that he actually is picky? But, I think, he, yeah, I think he's choosy. So do you reckon if you mm. turn up there and your farts aren't all those adjectives, he's not going to be able to hide his disappointment very well? He'll turn you away, surely. I reckon he'll be like, no, this is good. Yeah, it's, no, I it's feel like fine. this would scare off anyone who's like a nervy farter. I feel like you would be getting the upper echelon of yeah. uh, fart farters. What, 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 I mean, yes, With these are people very... who would who would need to be able to perform under pressure. Yeah. Yes, which I don't. I don't know that I. I don't know. I can. Can you fart? On, can anyone fart on cue? Is that a thing people can do? I think Mr. Hu- Methane can. Certainly. Yeah, I think some humans can. Yeah, I uh, I used to try and do it. But I, you'd, I, like, I'd have to hold onto my uh, like penis to stop a little wheeze coming out because you'd like sque- you fought, you're squeezing your body up. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? This t- is too personal of a confession. <laughs> I would like to immediately retract that statement. <laughs> oh no! What have I done? My God! It's down. <laughs> 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 oh, no, 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 
Onwards is the march. <laughs> you, you waded into that with such confidence as though it wasn't a weird thing at all. Oh, oh my goodness. Guy. All right. <laughs> Some questions. <laughs> what, what, what age are we talking here? Are we, talk, are we talking... Like in my mind, when I'm thinking of this, I'm like 14 years old. That is that older is than that is, old. that is so much older than I thought. I, I thought we were like four. I, I, we were four I, didn't, I didn't have a lot of time to think of a number before you said that age, but it was lower. It was, yeah. it was a, we're talking single digits. We're talking. Well, I'm single not digits. making life easier for myself. <laughs> but the thing of it is, <laughs> I was trying to fart on cue. Yeah, no. That's we won't make if I didn't. Key whole... to key to realizing. Is that I was trying to fart on cue. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's very important. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> did, but did you... Uh... Does that mean, by the way, that you... Because you... you that, that means that at one point you tried to <laughs> fart and then you pissed yourself before no, you realised no, the no, dick no, no, that, that is not what that means. <laughs> I, I don't see any way it's around it. It's not like it. you read this in a book. You know, it's not like you were like, this is the no, technique. No, you don't know what books I've read. Uh, no, I, look, I, I, I'm of the belief that everyone, you know, always has a little bit of we in them. <laughs> that is a strongly held Montgomery family yeah. belief. It's, it's, it's been Latin, passed down it's on the for generations. Uh, and... So, I mean, you know, it would be humiliating enough if I tried to fart on cue and couldn't execute. You know, yeah. let alone if I tried to fart on cue and, as you said, did wind up pissing myself. <laughs> so, in essence, it's a preventative measure. <laughs> but, like, it doesn't look... Obviously, if you can just sit with your hands above your head or, like, you know, obviously free and fart on cue, very cool. <laughs> and not to say that farting on cue is a very cool thing to do, but <laughs> what is not a very cool look is like desperately grabbing your penis to contain any urine and then like, you know, contracting your face and butthole in the hopes of... Did you ever do... So, so I'm presumably, so, oh God. Presumably, presumably, and I, I was a 14-year-old boy once, presumably you were doing this... Uh, as some sort of show of dominance over your other male friends. Yeah, you, I mean, I was right? to I'm just imagining guy being like friends. young guy being like, yes. "Hey guys, get a load of this," and then making a face and pissing himself. <laughs> 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 that is the funniest thing imaginable. <laughs> like, <laughs> you guys don't have a fucking idea. Check this out. <laughs> Just openly wetting Huge yourself. Huge stream of urine <laughs> flooding down your pants. Or alternatively, the other alternative is that he goes, hey guys, check this out. And then he farts while grabbing his penis. <laughs> yeah, that's the best case scenario. <laughs> the best case this, scenario. In this situation. The best oh. case scenario is that you are able to fart on your friend, but then you do so while grabbing your penis. And then you're known as the guy who grabs. <laughs> no, no, no. no, you're known as the guy then who's whenever you touch guy's dick, he farts. Yeah. Because, because I don't think people would make the connection that you've made. <laughs> that you're trying to stop we. I oh. am not defined by this action. <laughs> How did I read this video? Very poorly punctuated letter and come out worse. Oh my god! Than the scribe. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. I'm dead. Died. Okay. Oh, Michael Hing, do you yes. have one? I do. Oh, I've got. I'll, I, oh, I've got a little more. bit more oh, if really? you like. Yeah. Interested? <laughs> yeah. Any, any questions? Oh, multiple. Email me asap. Put fol in subline. Don't be shy. Describe yourself to me and what you want to do with this meetup. Also, please include a pic. So I know you're really serious. No subject, no pick, no reply. Wow. Very picky towards the end there. And oh. I am, I, wow. can, can I just say, Guy, uh, thank you for sharing with I, us. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not usually particularly guarded, but I'm also not usually so open. <laughs> I, as I was saying it, I was so loaded with remorse. Oh, fuck. <laughs> hey, did, so did you ever do this in front of friends? Yeah, like, I think I must have. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, if I was to unpack all of the things I did in my formative years, I would not be allowed to associate with people such as yourselves. <gasps> uh, we've all been 14. All right. Let's move on. I have some correspondence uh-huh. from a listener uh, that, I, that I would like to read out to. This is from Ida Mishra. Uh-huh. And she's... Uh, she, she, Email, she, uh, tried, she Facebook messaged us on our yeah. Facebook page, Freedom of Good Home, 
to let us know that our website was down, so I need to pay that bill, Ben. Yep. Um, And so she could just set a reminder for yourself. Yeah. Sorry, this is a new segment we're doing. It's called admin. (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah. Hey Siri, uh, set a reminder for me to pay that bill. Um, But it meant she couldn't email us. Then she Facebooked us, uh, and she she writes as follows. so, this is a story she's telling. This is a pre-internet classifieds, but I thought you may enjoy this story I heard from my dad about a family entrepreneurial endeavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, my dad's uncle started the first cable TV service in the village they lived in in India in 1991, and he sort of went door-to-door uh, selling it. Mm-hmm. He'd already signed all these people up to his service, and he spent all this effort really pitching his new and exciting technology to these somewhat, uh, like, uh, she... she, she she says that they're sort of simply kind of like country folk, village sure. folk, right? Yep. But then he realized <laughs> that he didn't really have any content to air on his new cable network. Oh, my God. <laughs> because he only <laughs> had like 50 families subscribed or whatever, so he couldn't like afford to buy shows. Sure. So <laughs> <laughs> this uncle just decided to air the family's home videos on the new cable network. <laughs> Showing the family's wedding videos, <laughs> digging through the archives, his kids' birthday parties. There were special features on the television. Dad said they were like celebrities because the whole family used to be on TV all the time and they were <laughs> approached in the street. It was reality TV in the real sense in 1991. Anyway, hope you enjoyed to read all of that. If it ever comes to it, I look forward to you mispronouncing my name on your podcast, XOXO. Have That's you pronounced from Ida name? Mishra. Ah. Uh, there is actually an adorable... It's fantastic. Tale. Isn't it that wonderful? Is, that it's is wonderful. incredible. In many ways, it's, well, I mean, it, it's sort of, it's podcasting in many ways. In that, it's you pod know, racing. Pod racing. Yes, in that, this is pod racing. In, in, in that, you know, we didn't have a TV show. We obviously had the subscriber base. We didn't have a TV show to put in this podcast network, so we just made our own podcast. Yeah, yeah. And, and we just describe our family videos. Exactly. We, we, we couldn't afford the rights to Game of Thrones as a podcast, so we're doing this instead. Now, what's interesting to me about this is it's not that the guy did it, right? Because I just you, just you just need one insane person and that pe- sure. people are weird and nuts. What's weird to me is that people turn on the TVs. It was some random fucking wedding, and they were like, "Oh yeah." They <laughs> stuck around long <laughs> enough to learn to revere the characters. Exactly. Yeah. Like it just goes to show that there's such a low bar for what people will watch on television. <laughs> well, also, also, uh, do you think that this would have meant because the, the way she's describing it, they are. Putting on videos that have been pre-filmed, right? Mm. So do you think if, if, if I just put on your wedding video mm-hmm. on television now, mm-hmm. would you not regret a lot of directorial choices you made? You know what I mean? A, a lot what are you of... saying about my wedding? No, I'm just, I'm just saying that... I've, you... seen the, I've seen the footage. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure it played great on the day. Because... But I mean, it does not read well. I mean, my decision to do a tight five at the top of the vows, <laughs> I think I was ultimately vindicated by. No, what I, what I mean is, when, when you're making a home video of a wedding, yeah. it's like, it, it, it is fun, it is for the family... It, you know, you've got one camera set up, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's, but then when you go to then put that thing on television, aren't you like, why don't we have four cameras? Why don't we have rubber lighting? Why didn't we have, right, like, I see cause, what you cause mean. it's a different, it's a different medium to what you intended it to be. I see what you mean. It's yeah. Also, I do think that that up you did at your wedding yeah, was about how men and women are different yep. was, I think in retrospect, quite unpleasant. Well, tell that to the, to the, to the gales of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. I see what you mean. I mean, I also wonder if, um, yeah, when you say when you film something, it, it, it is almost for archival purposes yes. in a way. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if like the family had any say in this. No, I, I, I don't. It sounds like they did. I wouldn't imagine they signed releases or anything. This yeah. is, you know, a village in 1991. <laughs> this is, <laughs> is pre jackass Like, yeah. I, I know that the the context for watching it then was different, but I, I genuinely believe. Say you're scrolling through, uh, I mean, Foxtel if you're a boomer or, yeah, a, or Netflix or, ne- or something. Or... Yeah, but I mean. So you know, the way you, the way, yeah, yeah. The way you watch Netflix is different, and I actually think that's why I find it quite stressful because it's like it's an investment that you're making in your time. Yeah, because oh, you, you're, you're not. It's not. You don't accidentally stumble into anything. Everything is a conscious choice when you watch mm. on Netflix. Yeah, and it's on you, right? Yeah. Like you know, mm. when you watch a bad TV show, you can turn to your partner and be like, "Oh, that's on," and we just watched it. But when you're watching a bad movie or TV show that you have chosen, that's on you, buddy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But if you so you're scrolling through channels and you find a channel which is just you know, undocumented, raw, home archival footage yeah. of that someone's be, wedding. That, yeah, or like, it could be anything, though, but that would be yeah. really arresting. Like, yeah. I, I believe, mm. obviously this isn't how it was watched or consumed in 1991, 
But it would be incre- like it would be incredible if there was a channel which was just people send in what it's not even America's Funniest Home Videos because it's just like nothing goes wrong. They're just <laughs> videos. That's, that's true. Because I wonder, like, when you when when you watch. Didn't you video. literally host that TV show, though? I still do, baby. <laughs> Fail Army, episodes 81 through 100, coming to television in New Zealand very soon. Do you know that my niece is so into Fail Army that she calls falling over fail? That makes sense. Wait, does she watch Guy's version of it? No, I think we just, you know... It's Fail Army is a YouTube channel first, and yeah. then an internationally syndicated uh, television show Second. Because I, I, uh, some television friends of mine, some people who are like uh, a TV critic I know and, and some other people are obsessed with your show because... <laughs> have I told you this? I think in passing before, they're obsessed with the idea that we're trapped within the show. They're obsessed with your show because your show is a... It's, 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 it's YouTube clips, but you and, and Joe, who, who host the show, have decided years ago that you hate the show you don't want to do it anymore <laughs> yeah and, and you can't you and you can't escape it's an interesting relationship certainly <laughs> it's like we you know i think we've, we've learned to embrace it this is our legacy now but uh you know at the end of every tweet because we make you know 20 episodes we bang them out in a month or two like yeah in wow. these really you know intensive cycles and at the end of it you're so you know strung out and exhausted and we look at each other and we go you know we both need to you know, police this and never, we'll never, never yeah, like never again, you know, like I'm telling you now so that six months from now, if they say, do you want to make more? <laughs> we both know that we're going to say no. Yeah. And then six then months later, like, they say, do you want to make more? And we go, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. It's like childbirth. Yeah. You forget. Yeah, well, because you have to. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise you wouldn't do it again. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, but your point stands that you, you think that if, if you were just scrolling through the television and, and just unfiltered, Indian wedding home videos just mm. from a village, yeah. from a random village. I'd issue it with up. some bloody viral JJ Abrams. Uh, no, that's the beauty of it though, because you'd stop to check it out and wait for the, you'd wait for the reveal, like the, wait for the reveal or for, or for the, for the wedding cake to fall on the, on the person. But it would be just be hypnotizing because you'd just be sit, sit there like watching <laughs> yeah. for however long until you realize that you're just watching someone's wedding from it's, 1991. It's, it's like slow TV in a way. Like, I don't know if you, you probably weren't in town for this, but uh, a little while ago, maybe two weeks ago, our SBS mm. um, aired, 13 straight was it 13 or so 13 yeah. straight hours of footage from the the garn which it's goes the train from, that um, goes across australia yeah it goes north to south to south yeah cuts across that way yeah horizontal no and, no no vertical was yeah it, and the, the footage was of the train oh, was it like a, the camera was on the side of the train you would just see it's the a couple camera. of different angles but yeah, yeah. basically yeah. Yeah. and they, they stuck a gopro on a train yeah <laughs> yeah and people lost their fucking minds mm. They were they were furious, and some people were not furious and really into it. Nobody those, seemed to those have those people a, smoke weed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was literally the thing. A lot of people just were high, stumbled upon this thing, muted the comment. Oh, they were commentary. Com- commentary. Yeah. They muted the commentary. Oh, what's their commentary? Yeah, that was commentary. Put on some music, and then just. But that like that is, uh, it's that's I love that sort of thing. Mm. I think that's a that's great. Uh, because it's like it's almost it's a it's a different vision of cricket. Like cricket is slow TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cricket is a fantastic conversational stimulant. If nothing yeah. else, you don't need to like the game, and you can go to the cricket and have a good day because it's like it's so uh, it takes so long and it plays out over such a great amount of time. And that it genuinely like lends itself to some of the best. Yeah, and there's just enough inputs, external inputs, to make it interesting, but they happen very slowly, and so you don't need to like. Yeah, yeah you, you can. Have you ever recorded a podcast at the cricket? Have I? Yeah. I have. Yeah, have you? I'm no, no, I, no, I, I, no. I have not. But that's a that's a good idea. There's actually a very popular. Um, it's sort of like I think I what Clark and Dawes did. But mm. there's a commentary collective in New Zealand called the Alternative Cricket Commentary, or the Alternative Commentary Collective actually. And uh, they're these sort of uh, they're like a generation before of these really funny comic figures from New Zealand who love mm. cricket. And uh, they do like the ball by ball is all you know pitch perfect cricket commentary, and then all the color stuff is just. Oh, and it's simulcast, obviously, at yeah, the same yeah. time. You can, so you can, no, so they, you can sync it. Yeah, they release it two weeks later, yeah. and you've got to sync it. Yeah, it's, you've got to, like, you know, not read the news and try and <laughs> hide the result from yourself. But it's it's sort of exploiting that very thing, where it's, like, mm. it's such a great... It's just great opportunity to wander off into all sorts yeah. of conversational tangents. Mm. Yeah. Well, I would watch... I would watch A Stranger's Wedding, I think. Yeah, you would? I'd watch it for a couple of hours. Because <laughs> you'd... you'd <laughs> Because there would be human drama that would unfold if it's just if it's basically just you know 
what what could amount to security camera footage, yeah. basically, of a wedding. That would be human drama that would unfold. Speaking of Strader's wedding, do you know that friend of the podcast, Zoe Norton Lodge, mm. her parents were invited to me and Anya's wedding. Sure. Right? And they, Interesting that my parents weren't invited, but that's fine. Sure. And they turned up uh, the day before to the venue. Oh, they got the date wrong. And took a glass of champagne, dropped the present on the table, because there was another wedding going on, and <laughs> just... Watch strangers get married before they realise it wasn't me and Anya. <laughs> they were like, oh, I don't know many of Ben and Anya's friends at all. And then, like, yeah, t- the bride walked down the aisle and they were like, no. <laughs> I just, see what we've done here. <laughs> yeah. they, they sort of backed away, took their present. They took the present. They took the present, finished off their wine. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's yeah. interesting they took the present because it, what, what, it looks, what, what it looks like to everyone else watching that yeah. is that people turned up and then as soon as the bride... They were like, well, I fucking hate that dress. And then... And it's stalled, yeah. yeah, yeah, stalled yeah. No one notices you dropping off a prison, but everyone notices <laughs> someone <laughs> removing a prison. Oh, my goodness. Uh, hey, um, we're, we're about towards the end of the show, but I just want to... I have one more bit of correspondence that I'd sure. like to, uh, uh, to, to, to uh, read us. Uh, well, then why don't you? you? This has been sent in uh, by Gnome Friend on Twitter. Uh, so thank you, Gnome Friend. And uh, this is a, a nitpick. Uh, regarding episode 25, which is more, probably about 50 episodes ago now. So it was probably or, about or four years, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nitpick, re, at FTA GH pod, episode 25. Mr. Megorium's Wonder Sexporium with Carlo Ricci. That's uh-huh. the title of the, the, that episode. Uh, at 8 minutes 35 to 8 minutes 42, Ben, that's uh-huh. you, yep. Benjamin uh, Colin Jenkins, says, it's like that thing about, like, you see it in motivational things. It's like, aerodynamically, the bumblebee shouldn't be able to fly, but nobody told the bumblebee. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I would like to point out... That, 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 that's the quote that you said. That's what I've yeah. said. I would like to point out, that's not really a motivational quote, as it is uh, a butchered version of the opening lines of the 2007 movie, B-Movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which, so obviously, man, you've seen that movie, but you found it so inspirational. (laughs) (laughs) You thought there was like a fucking Anthony Robbins quote or some shit. Yeah. Well, now my tattoo looks very foolish. (laughs) Wow. It's the secret. It's the secret, baby. Unlock it. You know what? Do you know what, though? When people say inspirational things... They don't do it in the context of an inspirational quote. They don't go, oh, here's one for you. <laughs> they don't go, hey, check this out, and then piss themselves. <laughs> they, just, they just say it, and then somebody goes, oh, that's worth putting on a pillow or whatever. You know what I mean? No, you don't, it doesn't go straight on a pillow. <laughs> it go, like you write it down first and then you know, <laughs> you slowly embolden themselves to it. Look, I stand by that, but thank you for getting in touch. Oh, my goodness. This has been a delight. This has been so much fun. Guy, um, I'm sure your career is going to be ruined after this, but thank you for doing the show. Yeah, no, honestly, a uh, real pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still just blown away by my own confession. There's some of those things you just bottle, like urine when you're trying to fart. Oh, my God. Um, uh, have you have you got – you're sort of traveling the world right now, so where, where can people see you in the next couple of weeks? Uh – I am actually doing a really cool festival in New Zealand, if anyone's there, called Another Frickin' Festival. Is this the Comedy Central one they're putting yeah, in New Zealand? That's absolutely. Really uh, we're doing galas in Auckland, Wellington, and Queenstown. The mm-hmm. lineup is absolutely incredible. It's really, uh, it's, it's just, it's good. It's a real good showcase of like the sort of new, or I don't even really know what generation of comics mm. that. You know, I think we friend, are in. friend of the show, Ronnie Ching's coming back to that. Yeah, I think. Ronnie Ching's doing yeah. it. Paul Foote's Exciting. there. Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, and then a bunch of really good, like, people of my sort of age and ilk mm-hmm. from New Zealand and Australia. Uh, it's called another friggin' festival. Other than that, I'm doing all the Australian comedy festivals. Whoop, Not all of them. I'm doing Melbourne. I actually don't do Melbourne, Brisbane, and Sydney. But the show's called Guy Montgomery doesn't check his phone for an hour. Oh yeah. Huh? And uh, if you're interested, politely just, asks that you don't as well. Yeah. Uh, this first gag. You've taken it. You oh, fucking so sorry. no. You're right. Stupid so uh, <laughs> about punchlines, man. Uh, but yeah, look it up on the internet. You know how to do it. Fantastic. Unreal. Are you doing any uh, podcasty stuff at those festivals, maybe? Perhaps? Uh, maybe trotting out the old faves? Not that I know of at the moment. Uh, who knows, yeah. Who's to say? But if you are looking for another podcast to dabble in, I would recommend hosting, which I co host mm. with a friend of the podcast, Carlo Ritchie. Oh, my goodness. From Mr. McGorium's Wonder Sexporium. That's yeah, right. Episode 25. Episode. Yes. Um, if you are in Sydney and you are listening to this and it's not past the 13th of February, mm. 
then A, you've missed my birthday. Wow. So thanks for that. And B, you can come see us do Dragon Friends. Yes. Um, uh, come, come along to that. We're doing our season launch of season four of Dragon Friends. Very exciting. Theatre. Um, we're also going to do a Dragon Friends show in Melbourne. Uh, Comedy Festival mm. on the 7th of April. Which people have already bought tickets to, which yeah. means we have to do it now. Yes, absolutely. We've already yep. sold like four tickets Whoop. in a theatre that is several hundred big. So please mm. do come along to that. Uh, I'm also doing my stand-up show uh, at the Melbourne Comedy Festival as well. So come along to that if you'd like, if you'd like to... Uh, What's yeah. it called? It's called The Ethics of Punching a Nazi, Guy. Uh, and I... Th- uh, well, well, it's, sorry. It's called The Ethics of punch, Punching a Nazi, Colin Guy Montgomery, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I out you the as a in, national the socialist. Yeah. Being that I am a neo Nazi. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. What's the most defamatory thing said about you on the podcast today? <laughs> no, I took care of that myself. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for joining us, and we'll speak to you next time. Bye. If you like Pina Coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.